welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Hey folks, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher weekly call. Today we have our monthly Q&A, so I am so excited to be uh, having a bunch of you join me live so that I can support you, answer the questions that you have uh, and give you some support in where you're at with your yoga business. So, uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> if you're on the webcast, hey, on the broadcast option, you can be typing your questions into the Q&A box. Uh, I'll answer all of those there. And if you're on the phone, you can press star two on your phone keypad. Or if you're on the web call, so many options. You can press the raise hand emoji. So like I said, it's a monthly Q&A where I am here to A, all of your cues. Before I jump into uh, Aing your cues, I wanted to give a shout out to Nicole Wood who emailed me yesterday. We were emailing backwards and forwards a little bit. And Nicole uh, is a growing yoga business grad. And she just sent me a love note to say thank you for the podcast. I gotta say, everybody, I love getting those notes from you all. Thank you so much. Everybody who sends me nice things on Instagram and emails and honestly, it makes all the difference. You know what it's like, you know, doing all of the stuff. If you have a blog or maybe you have your own podcast or you have, you know, put up yoga classes on YouTube or something, sometimes it can feel a little bit like, oh, I don't know if anyone else is seeing this except me and my mother. Um, so I really do appreciate so much when when you send me some love. Love it. So Nicole uh, did that yesterday, and uh, she was just sharing with me. Uh, so exciting. I was just checking in with her. You know, I love catching up with people and, and uh, how they're going in their yoga business. And she said, uh, she wrote, she said, I've just returned from Bali on a site visit to secure a venue for my retreat. I've booked it. I've launched the early bird pricing on the 1st of November. And the early bird sold out in four days. Now I only have three spots left to fill for my first ever international retreat. And it's not until October 2019. So I just wanted to say uh, here in the podcast, congratulations to Nicole. Lucky her, all of those people, those uh, early birders who have already booked into her retreat. And just to remind everybody that, you know, this is what's possible Um Nicole's a fabulous person. She's a yoga teacher. She's not that long out of quitting her, from what I understand from Nicole, quite an intense and serious and grown-ups uh, corporate job. And now she's out there doing the thing, being a fabulous yoga teacher. And look at her, first ever international retreat, over half sold out within three days. Uh, Nicole, so, so, so proud of you and excited for you and excited for the people who are going to get to enjoy being on retreat with you. So when she emailed me this, I was after I did uh, embarrassingly uncoordinated happy dance around my office. I emailed her back and I said, well, okay, so that's awesome. Uh, how? Tell us, you know, what, what, what's, what's, your, what's your magic? And uh, and uh, so she wrote back and she said, it was you. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, I'll take it and also I'm sure it's much more than that she goes on to say Amy you've helped me beyond words woman love that uh, go Tansville key structures you've inspired me have been so these are the four things that Nicole says have made all the difference that she can sell half fill an international retreat a year in advance in three days this is what she says she said uh, accepting the need for drawing in the shiver encoded energies it's unnatural for me, but very necessary, such as planning, marketing, pricing with confidence, and knowing my worth. <clears throat> Bam! See, this is the stuff that gets me up at 6 o'clock in the morning to talk to all of you every Thursday for four years. These emails, she goes on to say, being clear on attracting my tribe and my community. This creates so much flow and goodness. Four of my August 2018 yogis are returning for my international retreat. Yes, see, teach your heart out, folks, and people... Your perfect people, they'll keep coming back. Talk to Alison Kelsey about this. She's got the most amazing return rate on her retreats. Why? Because she's just talking to the people who love her. She loves them and they can't get enough of each other. This is what it means to be an abundant yoga teacher. Nicole says, when I slip back into lack thinking, 
I've got to keep my purpose strong. And this is where I am most creative as I use this energy to channel brave, authentic, and the real me. Yes, when we remember what we're here for. What is it that you're doing this thing for? Yes, generating abundance and prosperity is amazing. But knowing that you're here to serve, that that you creating space for people, helping them remember who they are, helping them, even if it's fleetingly, touch that higher self. That's what we're doing, you know. Virabhadrasana 1, okay, awesome. Look at you, fire parallel to the floor. But actually, do you feel any better about yourself? This is what we're about. And then Nicole goes on to say, and kirtan and chanting has helped me to find and communicate my voice. Yes, um, I've been I've been uh, Facebook messaging Jing Jing, a couple of you. Love, love, love that. Um, and uh, and and hearing just you know the I've been having a conversation. Um, Oh, I just got a message from someone saying that the PIN code is invalid. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're really trying hard to get this right for you, folks, but we've got new staff. Sometimes it seems like we're week three into new team and uh, we haven't quite nailed it yet. <laughs> We're trying. So if you're trying to join me live and you ended up talking to me on the replay, hello, hello, replayers. If you do listen to this on Apple Podcasts, I'd be so delighted if you would uh, subscribe and leave me a review. Like if this is um, useful for you, the podcast, uh, I'd love to uh, I'd love to see that in a review. So give me some stars. It really does make a difference. Anyway, so I was Facebook messaging with someone else who was saying, um, you know, it's confronting when when you're trying to use yoga to heal yourself and um, uh, and she messaged me to say she's confused because she became a yoga teacher and Ayurvedic practitioner because of her own chronic pain. And in fact, she doesn't know yet if she's it's been a while and she doesn't necessarily feel that she's uh, found a solution to alleviate that pain. And and we were talking about, well, what does this mean for us as teachers? Are we at risk of actually causing greater pain to the people who are coming to our classes and I was sharing for me these days um, you know my yoga practice is much much less about yoga asana in fact it's rarely these days about yoga asana and it's much more about jnana yoga and bhakti yoga and uh, they're the ways that that make me feel uh, connected and uh, in touch with my higher self and um, free of you know, some of that conditioning, that karmic kind of baggage. And I love the way that yoga can change for us over time. And I think Nicole expressed that so beautifully in her email that, you know, it's the kirtan and the and the chanting, the pakti for her, that help her remember uh, where she's at. So love that. Well, I had a beautiful email from Stacey. Hi, Stacey, you podcast binger. And... Um, <laughs> Just your shining bright light, Stacey Louise. Smooch to you. Love it. Uh, thank you so much <clears throat> for um, for that love note. She says, you rock and I love and appreciate you. It's crazy mutual, Stacey Louise. Crazy mutual. <laughs> well, some of you are joining me here live. That's good. We've got people calling in from... London, Canada. Excellent. All right. So uh, I wanted to do a big shout out to everybody who's just like smashing it. Um, folks, get your questions lodged. If you want to talk to me, talk to me. You can press the raise hand emoji if you're on the web call or if you want to type into the Q&A box. Um, Jenny's here. Yay, Jenny. Awesome. Um, you bet, sister. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for being here live with us. If you have questions, I want to help you today. This is what the monthly Q&As are for. Um, I've got some questions from the people who are in my group programs that I'll get to, but I'd love to talk to you first, everybody who's taking the time to join me live. So if you're on the web call, you can press the raise hand emoji and I can unmute you. Uh, if you're on the phone, uh, you can press star two on your phone keypad and that will un uh, let me know that you have a question or you can type it into the Q&A box, everybody who's on the webcast. Uh, go ahead and do that. 
and uh, I can get to you that way as well. While you're getting your questions organized, I also wanted to do a shout out to Laura Collis, the founder of Sama Studio, one of my private clients, who is hosting uh, some international yoga teachers these couple of weeks and is really doing such an amazing job calling in people from regional Australia to experience some of the world's best yoga teaching. Um, so congratulations, Laura, for really stepping up and uh, you know embarking on a, not only a new project but one that has that's a weighty one. You know, it's got a lot of um, responsibility, a lot of exposure, uh, the potential to create a lot of pressure. And I just see everything that you're doing with such uh, grace and ease and flow. So congratulations on all of the work that you've done, on the fruits that have absolutely ripened from your efforts. And also thank you so much for the work that you do in bringing talented yoga teachers from overseas to Australia, it's a big bloody island in the middle of nowhere. We know this. <laughs> and uh, not everybody can jump a plane like I get to and faff off all over the world to take yoga. So thanks, Laura, for the amazing work that you're doing. I've got the best clients in the whole world. Uh, I can feel very confident about saying that. All right, uh, let's see. Who's got some questions? Or I'm going to go track some down from uh, from the... Uh, from folks who have um, posted them in advance. <laughs> Sarah Powell says, happy Diwali, yay! Right? Boom. It's not quite the same um, celebrations, Sarah, for you, I imagine, as it would have been if you were still in Singapore. <laughs> uh, I've got to say to the person who sent me the F off you see uh, Facebook Messenger this morning, uh, we will happily unsubscribe you, sir. It would appear that that's your way of communicating that you no longer wish to hear from me. That's okay. Go you and expressing yourself in your own unique fashion. <laughs> you know, when I got that message this morning, I thought, I'm going to tell everybody that it's not uncommon. Like I've just told you about beautiful love notes from Daisy and from Nicole and from Jenny. Uh, love those. And... Um, in being more visible online, I also get the F off you see messages as well. So, um, you know, don't freak out, folks. Um, don't freak out if you get those. People do weird things on the interwebs. People think it's okay to be kind of feral. Uh, you're in good company. You know, if you're going to be more, uh, if you're going to be more visible, you're going to be more visible to the folks who express themselves less eloquently than the folks who do. F off you see. Maybe that's actually very eloquent. <laughs> it was effective. I'm quite clear on um, I'm quite clear on that man's uh, desires. <laughs> Doesn't want to hear from me. Noted. Uh, all right. So um, Joanna Blundell, I know, had some questions uh, that I wanted to try and find for you, Joanna. Uh, I'm searching around now, but I can't see them. Everyone else, type in your questions, folks. How can I support you today? I want to hear from you. What's going on? Uh, Jenny, what questions have you got that I can support you with? Type them into the Q&A box. Kat, same for you from Melbourne. <laughs> no one's got any questions for me today. I'll just have to talk to myself. It's all right. Um, not as exciting, got to say. Uh, Dolores, hey Dolores. Okay, well, if no one has any questions, um, let's see, what can we talk about? Hmm. Um, uh, here's a couple of things. So, uh, if you, just a couple of updates, we're doing a couple of things differently here, and there's a few additional ways that I'm supporting folks. So, if you are listening into the podcast and it's like hideous o'clock for you and you would love to be here live or you're teaching somewhere or you're asleep or whatever, um, there's a couple of other ways that you can get some support from me. So from now, uh, these days on the Thursday, um, for, uh, I'm posting up an Insta story every Thursday, which essentially says, hey, what can I help you with? Is there, is there something that you're working on that I can support you with? You can DM me on Instagram uh, and I'll get back to you with some um, support. So Whatever it is that you're working on, if you want me to take a look at a sales page, if you want some 
help, like three things to help you hustle up some more folks to come to your workshop on the weekend, uh, whatever it is that I can support you with if you want me to uh, help you with some pricing, if you want to send me those in a, in a message, um, know that that's there. So uh, Thursday's my time. How do you know when, it, when I open, I've got the office hours open for those sorts of Instagram support? Just check my stories. We're always posting that story on a Thursday about, hey, DM me if you have anything that you're working on that I can support you with. So there's always that. And also there is... Um, there is also, uh, we're now doing website makeovers on a Wednesday and we've had like 40 people submit their websites for a review. I'm loving doing those. So we put the shout out for that on a Monday. Again, this is all Australia time, which is in the future, Marty McFly, for some of you, but that's okay. Uh, when you see that post, type in the web page that you would like me to make over and my team will put you on the list and then we'll, we'll get through as many as we can every Wednesday. So another way to get some complimentary coaching from me. Just on that, I know a bunch of you, like I said, about 40 people have submitted their websites. I've gone through about 20 so far. Please, folks, it, it can be any page on your website. So it, sure, it can be the home page. Um, that's totally fine. But know that if you say, for example, if you have, um, if you have if you have a sales page, if you have a retreat or a teacher training or a workshop that you've just launched and you would like some specific feedback on that, um, uh, then type in that specific URL because I would love to go over sales pages. Uh, if you want me to look at a blog and help you copy edit that, you know, I used to work as a copy editor, so I can help you with tone and voice and formatting and things like punctuation and grammar if you want. Uh, so when we do those shout outs for website makeovers, make sure that you type in the exact page you want me to look at because it might not be the home page. I love looking at me some home pages, but uh, yeah, I've got skills. Um, I'll help you. All right. So Joanna says, um, Amy, here is my question. I see that, but I can't see the actual question. I think it's about collaboration, right, Joanna? Um, oh, that's right. How do you break up the cash? So Joanna want, uh, posted in the GYYB group, I think, about um, when you're partnering with somebody on an event, how do you actually divvy up the money? And so, Joanna, um, I've got one of those annoying responses to your question, which is kind of like, well, it depends, which is about the most unsatisfying comment, you know, answer you can have. Let me further, uh, let me let me go into that a little bit more deeply. <clears throat> So, if, for this, how I'm going to answer Joanna, she's in GYYB, she's doing great things in her yoga business, she's really con like pulling stuff together, she's done so much foundational work with promotions and what she's about, and she's offering more workshops and filling up her classes, and so really, I hope this is okay, Joanna, but I would consider where you're at in your, not your yoga teaching, but definitely in your yoga business, you're kind of like in, still at the beginner level as far as really taking yourself seriously as a business owner. And so to that end, I'm going to recommend a simple solution. There are all sorts of ways that you can divvy up money. And as you get more accomplished, oh, that's the wrong word, as you get more experience in being a business owner and you start to JV, joint venture with um, different types of people, particularly when you move into the space of hosting yoga celebrities or uh, working on festival circuits, these sorts of things, the relationship will become more complex. There'll be, you know, contracts and different, uh, probably more sophisticated, if you like, or better or worse, uh, pricing structures. But at the beginning, I think it's much, much easier to really keep it simple. And um, like Stacey was talking about before, she and I, we've JV'd on something and this is the model that we use and it's really simple and this is what I'm going to recommend. So essentially, Joanna, um, what I recommend is that you, um, what I recommend is that you arrange with your joint venture partner a percentage split of the profit. So what that looks like is, uh, so Stacey and I, we partnered together to teach a workshop in Brisbane at Inner Bliss in Bulimba, gorgeous, gorgeous yoga studio. Hey, Amy and Matt, we love you guys. We love your studios. Keep it up. Can't get enough. So Stacey and I worked together on that. And um, 
and we decided on a 50-50 split. I was going to teach some. She was going to teach some. Um, I'll talk about why 50-50 in a moment. But what we did beforehand was anything that got spent on uh, the room hire, uh, my accommodation, Stacey was a drive away, so her petrol, my room hire, sorry, my accommodation, and not my airfare because I I think I'd driven to Brisbane, help me, and I was doing other things, but the, the accommodation before and after, the nights on either side, what, and I don't know, but I think we did some Facebook ads, so the money that we spent on Facebook ads, we took all of that off the money that came in through the ticket sales and paid, paid ourselves back, you know, Stacey's petrol money, my whatever. And then what was left, we then split in half. So that's what I would recommend, Joanna, is that you do a percentage split of the profit. Pay yourselves back whatever you both spent. Agree to the upper limit of that beforehand. So I didn't stay at, I don't know, whatever, the most expensive hotel in Brisbane. I stayed at an Airbnb. We had an understanding it would be about 120 bucks a night. Um, you know, um, Stacey didn't get an Uber premium from wherever she lives. She drove her car. <laughs> this sort of stuff. We had an, you know, I wasn't going to go spend a thousand dollars on Facebook ads, but maybe we agreed that I would spend 50. So we set some upper limits to what the expenditure would be and agreed that we would reimburse ourselves from the ticket sales. Then what was the, what remained of that, we then decided to split 50-50. Now, at the, Stacey, so I hope it's okay that I'm just workshopping our example here as to help Joanna with her solution. <laughs> but at the event itself, it was one of my abundant yoga teacher immersions, full day, uh, I think we were like 10 till 5 or whatever, 10 till 4. Stacey taught two short yoga classes between, I can't remember, but between 40 to 60 minutes. I think I made her go shorter at the end because we were running out of time. Poor Stacey, her yoga is so beautiful. Um, so she taught let's say two hours of the content and I taught say four hours of the content, four or five hours of the content. So on that basis, you could say, well, I should get 70% and she should get 30% or I should get 60% and she should get 40% because I taught more than her. But here's the thing. Stacey's fabulous, but anybody who knows her thinks she's just a magnetic delight. And in fact, she has so many great networks and uh, such great exposure up there that, in fact, she was able to just say, hey, folks, I'm doing this thing. You should love it. And they all went, well, if you think I'll love it, I trust you. I'm coming. So she, she had strength locally <clears throat> and networks locally to call in participants that I didn't have. And I really wanted to reflect that in how we broke up the profit. So while I taught time-wise more content and I managed the bookings and I made the web page and all of that stuff, Stacey was so much better connected, is so much better connected than I was and am and was able to really help me call in the right people to be in the room that day. So it felt really good to me to do to do 50-50 split. In fact, probably it should have been 60-40 Stacey's favour. So, Joanna, that's what I would recommend. Do a percentage split after you've paid yourselves back for the profits, for the expenditure. Agree to some um sort of upper limits on the expenditure so that you both have an understanding of this is kind of the ballpark of what we will spend. And then as far as how you're going to actually break up the profit share, um, how you're going to actually break up the profit share, it will depend on what feels good to you, Joanna. I know this is the woo-woo approach that I teach in GYYB, but essentially um, what feels good based on who's bringing what to the table. So there are other times when I like to <clears throat> I like to do 50 50 um, with the studio owner, for example, when I'm coming into a new space like uh, Laura Barton in Glasgow. This is also how we did it when I went to Glasgow. She didn't teach. She came to the uh, workshop as a participant. Um, I taught the whole thing, but she did. And I managed the bookings and built the sales page and all of that stuff. But she's got the connections on the ground. She knows people. Um, she could do the marketing in local Facebook groups, all of that sort of thing. So, again, it felt really good to me that we just did a, a split that way. So I hope that helps, Joanna. That's what I would recommend for you. Um, if, the person that you if the person that's coming to JV with you has less exposure or is offering less content, then you would probably offer them a smaller percentage. Um, there you go. <clears throat> um, 
Cool. Jenny says, I am thinking about starting to rent a hall and start my own classes. Yes, Jenny. Uh, after I had to leave the gym owing to poor management, mm -hmm. I felt that I needed to start straight away and I found a place where to do it. Great. The cost of the hall is £18 an hour. Pricing for students, £8 per class as long as they book six together in advance, otherwise £10 drop in. I have had some people saying would, they would like to do it, but by no means enough people. Shall I wait until January? Um, uh, Jenny, it, that depends a little bit um, on, a, on a few things. First up, I think uh, I'm just pulling up my app because I know that the pound is, you know, good news for Australians, but um, not so great news for the Brits. The pound is not what it used to be. So let me just double check because I'm feeling like 10 quid is, yeah, $18, okay? Uh, all right. So, um, Jenny, your pricing, I, I don't know enough about your teaching, but if your teaching is decent or better, I think those rates are too low, particularly if you're in London. I mean, hell's bells. Uh, London ain't a cheap town to live in. It's a nice town when it's sunny, but it's not a cheap town to live in. So check that. <clears throat> and anybody who teaches at halls, I was talking to one of my clients yesterday in his private session about the pricing for his classes for 2019 and I was trying to get him to bump the rate and he was comparing his classes to studio classes because he teaches in church halls. That doesn't matter. Please don't think that because you teach in a church hall it makes your class less valuable. I share this story all the time. My students think the best classes I ever taught were when the front wall of my yoga studio fell off. Yes, really just fell off. So it happens in heritage towns. Walls just fall off that happened so we got shunted off to a church hall uh in the room next door through a very flimsy sliding door was old time dance classes same time as my yoga classes i'm trying to teach tonight's class is brought to you by patanjali's yoga sutras meanwhile the zimmer frames scratching around a wooden floor listening to very loud because they're all very hearing impaired old time dance music my students love those classes the best god help me um, don't underestimate the value of your classes because you don't teach in some super fancy yoga studio. Think about the yoga that I think about the yoga that I've done in India. I uh, think about the most transformative yoga I've done in my life. I went on a yoga retreat in Malaysia once. Hello, Aurora Kurth, I love you. And we got attacked by monkeys because Aurora had a mango in her bag that she refused to admit to, and they came and got us during the yoga class, like. You know, one of the most memorable yoga experiences you've ever had. I remember mean, doing yoga on top of a guest house uh, in India, in Kerala. You know, amazing and dirty and dusty and nothing fancy whatsoever. Yoga mat, by the time you roll up the mat at the end of the class, half of it's stuck to your body because it's so old and, decre and decrepit. Who cares? Uh, don't undervalue your classes because you're teaching church halls. I would recommend that you bump the prices a little bit, Jenny. Um, and I also think that unless you have a hard start, people will, if you're like iffy about when to get going, people will be iffy about committing or not. So I do recommend that you have a hard start, pick a date and go for it. Now, <clears throat> the other thing I would say, Jenny, is, um, and Laura has modeled this, Laura at Summer Studio has modeled this beautifully with Anna Forrest. Like seriously, she lives in a town about the size of mine, like small, uh, quite far from everybody in a forest. And she had 60 people come to do Anna Forest, an Anna Forest evening class on a weeknight. Like these are people who've probably never been to a famous yoga person before. Probably the best yoga teacher they've ever met in their life is Laura. She's great. I think she would admit with me that she does, she's not Anna Forest. Um, but she got 60 people to show up. Why? Because, um, because she did the hustle. So, and she believes in it and she went for it. So I think, I don't know enough, Jenny, about what you've already done to really feel confident about knowing whether you should wait until January or not. I suspect there is more marketing that you could do if you wanted to get started before January. Remember, you know what, you take like a two-week break for Christmas in the UK, so it's not like the world comes screeching to a halt. Everything just stops here, yoga-wise, um, for most of us freelancers, like a six weeks, do you think? I don't know who else is here from Cat, Melbourne. Um, <clears throat> but not so in the UK. So you've got more than enough time, Jenny, to get something going if you want to. Having said that, if it would feel better to you to wait, 
wait, that's okay too. But um, if my sense of it is if you're feeling um, ambivalent about a start date, people will feel ambivalent about committing to starting is what I would say to that. Folks, if you're here live with me, don't forget to lodge your questions. I love hearing from everybody. Um, you can type them into the Q&A box or if you're brave, you can press uh, star 2 on the keypad if you're on the phone or you can press the raise hand emoji if you are on the web call option. Let's see, uh, Joanna, I've got your question. Jenny also asks, um, yes, Amy, please check my website, shayyoga.co.uk. I call my brand Shay Yoga because I'm Argentinian, like Shay Guevara. I'm not sure if I should separate my Ayurveda business or keep it together. <clears throat> I would say keep it together because who wants to manage two businesses, Jenny, straight up? That just sounds like too much work for me. Uh, and, you know, um, they're very allied businesses um, as far as Ayurveda and yoga. Um, just looking at your website, I uh, I want to see a picture of you um, straight up at the top. Um, is that you there in the blue dress, sitting next to the Buddha, our Buddha? Uh, definitely want to see a photograph of you at the homepage, the hero shot, before I have to scroll anywhere. Where's your face? Um, otherwise, it feels too impersonal. I like the slide the the slideshow uh, situation with your offerings. Avoid at all costs. This goes for everybody. Avoid at all costs. Please stock photos. Please no stock photos. So no picture of sunflowers, Jenny, uh, and anybody else who is using stock photos. If you think people can't tell, you're on drugs. They can. Uh, nobody likes to look at stock photos anymore. We now know them all. We've seen them all before. Um, they, it just looks templatey and disconnected. Remember, uh, you know, one of the core messages I'm going on about all the time in this community is authenticity. You want to know how to sell something. You want to know how to generate prosperity in your business. You want to know how to increase retention, call in new students, have successful workshops and events. Go do you. I cannot emphasize this enough. And how do you do you online? You show up and you look and you sound just like yourself. Now, full disclosure, you don't have to give the like fully unadulterated you. You know, like there's a whole bunch of stuff about me that I don't share with you guys because it wouldn't be appropriate. And when I do get on the Facebook Live or whatever, I try and make somewhat of an effort with my hair. Sure, I'm not going and doing full face of makeup. And praise be to the women and men who do. I went on a date with a guy the other day. And this guy, he goes to the manicurist every week to get his fingernails redone with a particular different type of glitter nail polish. I mean, this guy's nails were amazing. More power to him. It's just not my bag. Right, so, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit in front of Facebook Live in my gym jams. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do the best version of, or the, do a great version of you, but do you, no stock photos. Everybody is so done with it. We can all tell that that picture of, I don't know, let's see, what do we see all the time? Um, we can all tell that that bottle of uh, oil and a, and a, and a cinnamon, stick and a piece of star anise and a candle, a, a, like an aromatherapy. We can all tell that, that you didn't take that picture. That's not your house. You got that You got that picture from the internet and you probably didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows. And in 2018, ain't nobody putting up with stock photos anymore. Maybe 1998 it was okay. Maybe 2008 it was okay. In fact, if you go back and look at the old, old blogs, uh, podcasts of mine, stock photos, Hello. Admittedly, I would try and pick pictures of women who pot potentially could be me from the back, maybe. But there were still stock photos and everybody knew it. You know, the, the women dancing with the sparklers. We've seen it all. Don't do it. Um, because they're everywhere and they don't connect. People want you. We can all Photoshop ourselves up the yin-yang like crazy. 
another dating analogy. Like you think you know what someone looks like because you've seen all of their Instagram pictures until you meet them and you're like, wow, you don't look like that person at all. I wanted to go on a date with that person. <laughs> right? The same is true for your business. Like you don't have to be fancy. You don't have to filter yourself up the yin-yang. But do you. That's what people are looking to connect with. That's who people actually want to engage with. They're the people that we want to take yoga with. You know, there is a picture of my, um, my teacher has just got a new website, new domain, the Maze method, I think now. And, um, and go check it out. Watch his video. The man's amazing. Like, seriously. Anyway, if you go to the homepage, the photo on the homepage, uh, it's a beautiful looking photograph. It's him kind of in silhouette teaching and behind him, it looks like there's kind of all of these drapes and luxurious sort of prayer flags hanging from a, hanging from the windows. It looks very pretty. Here's the deal. That class, I was in it. Uh, I was right at the window. In fact, two from the end. I remember it so much. I was next to Amanda from Canberra. Hey, gorgeous. I must get my necklace back from you if you still own it after like five years. Uh, we were there. The, uh, it was in Sydney in, uh, what is it? Paddington? Somewhere up there? Oxford Street? Somewhere? And um, it was this yoga studio, I think it was like on the third floor, and it was hot as F. Like, I've done yoga in hot places. I remember nearly dying in Bangkok with my teacher once. He refused to put on the air conditioner. But it was so freaking, freaking hot in that room. And Amanda and I were right near the windows, and the sun was pouring in because it was late afternoon. And so those beautiful curtains that you see billowing and looking so romantic and spiritual, that was everybody's clothing, like stuck to the window with sticky tape, with sellotape, to try to make some shade because we were dying. <laughs> and yet that's the photo that he has at the front on his homepage on his website. I love that because it's a beautiful photograph, but it's just him doing his thing. Beautiful photograph, the real deal. And so that's this. I'm raving on about this because you don't have to be perfect. Go do you. That's what's real for people. I know when I look at that picture, that's just my teacher showing up and doing his thing. It's a beautiful photograph, but it ain't photoshopped. It's not super special. It's not um, overly produced. It's a picture that someone snapped in the middle of a workshop and it looks great. <laughs> he could have put a stock photo in there, but he chose to use a real picture and it connects. Every time I'm loading up his website, I think, oh, fudge, remember that time Amanda and I nearly died? Love it, connection. So um, on that note, just while, while I'm raving about photographs, I also wanted to give a big shout out to some of my clients who are having photo shoots. Yes, uh, who have just had photo shoots or are about to. Nikki Morrison's most recent photo shoot, I'm absolutely loving seeing those pictures. Yes. Uh, Susan Proper, who's having a photo shoot uh, coming up. I can't wait to see those, Susan. They're going to be beautiful. Tanya Cameron, can't wait to see your photo shoot in your gorgeous space, Temple, uh, in Brisbane. Very excited about that. Greg Corley, very excited about your photo shoot and the video um, that you're having put together. Can't wait to see that. Tracy Gray, uh, your new video is just fantastic. Well done. Yes, I want to see that on your Facebook uh, header image and bloody everywhere else. Um, all of you guys who are biting the bullet, feeling a little bit scared, going for it anyway. Very exciting. Congratulations to all of you. All right. So last call, recognizing the time. If you haven't asked a question yet and you have one, um, please type them on in. Let's see who else has some questions. Jenny has another question. Uh, if there is anyone, if you haven't asked a question yet and you're here with me live today, Love to hear from you. I will, uh, Jenny says, thanks for the answer to the hall renting and about the website. Yes, it's me with the Buddha. Okay, no stock photos, she says. Amy can belabor a point, Jenny. Most of my photos are mine, great. PR and promotion. This year I have taught three yoga holidays, two in Croatia and one in Mallorca. I love, I love me some Mallorca. Me and Lara Darby, we love us some yoga in Mallorca. The company is nice. They pay for flights, accommodation, and 400 pounds for the week of teaching two hours of yoga every morning. But you know what? Uh, folks, okay, this is not Jenny's question, and I'm not directing this to her specifically, but I do want to say, you do not 
have to use your yoga as a way to get a free holiday. This is a radical misconception. I had a client last year and he taught yoga all over the world essentially for free because it was his way of getting to travel for free. I don't know about you guys. I know Sam Seegers agrees with me on this one, but to get me to leave my house and go do something somewhere else, that is an energetic impost to me. Now, I love to travel, don't get me wrong. Like I'm bummed that I didn't get to spend all of the Australian winter in Europe this year and only a third of it. But it's always easier for me to be at home, right? Energetically, I come home from being away and I'm a bit pooped. It takes me a while to recover and get back into flow. So the fact that someone's paying me to fly somewhere and is giving me a bed to sleep in, that's not enough to compensate my energetic investment for being somewhere else. If you are going to a retreat, to teach a retreat, the fact that you might only teach two yoga classes a day does not mean that they get to pay you just for the yoga classes. You know, think about any other consulting business. Think about any other expert. I know back in my days in corporate, one of the things I used to do was arrange conferences and fly in guests from wherever to come do the keynote or whatnot. Now, if those people were staying for three days of a conference, even if they were only doing two keynote speeches, they sure as shit weren't just billing me for two hours of their time. I was paying for the full three days because they were there. They weren't doing things elsewhere. They weren't teaching, you know, doing keynotes at other conferences. In our world, they weren't teaching yoga classes. that They had no other capacity to earn. If I wanted them there that whole time, I had to pay them because they were there. So, folks, if you do do... Um, if you do subcontract, if you are a subcontractor to a yoga retreat company, please make sure that you're actually being well paid and that you're not accepting being underpaid because you're justifying it by, oh, but I get kind of get a free holiday. Now, there is a time for that. Don't get me wrong. If it's easy and you want to be in Mallorca and it's just easy to jump the flight that they've paid for and you get fed well and whatever, you, you show up and you teach something, you go back and you read some more book. Okay, um, if that's actually what's going on and it feels good to you and an energetic match, do it. But if it's actually meaning that you need to take time out of your life, like one of my clients we were talking yesterday and she was talking about how her business has been a bit stop-start this year and she hasn't quite achieved the financial uh, um, you know, boons that she wanted to and we were talking about why and, and she said, well, it's because I've been traveling so much. So she's been going and teaching retreats and, you know, having a nice time and they've been pleasant and she goes to nice places and she gets to have a holiday for free-ish. But that means that she's away from her business for a full week and it's been slowing down her progress. So just make sure that when you are agreeing to do these types of um, endeavors that you are being holistic in your consideration of what the cost and the benefit is to you and your business. Uh, because if it's, if a free holiday fits in your life and that feels good, have at it. Like, hell, I, I, there are times in my life when I've done it. You know, I've, I've, um, I've, I've done those sorts of things, taught retreat in exchange for food and board and bloody nice time. Awesome. But I didn't have anything else going on. So I, you know, had time. Um, and I was going to somewhere that I knew and it felt good. Good match. But if it means, if, if you, if there is a hidden cost to you to get a bit nerdy and shivering coated, that you may not have thought about previously, give it some thought. You know, what would it mean that oh, I was teaching a retreat and I didn't have much Wi-Fi, so I had to drop all of my social media engagement and it was two weeks before my classes started again, so I really couldn't, you know, get the posters up that I normally would and uh, my inbox filled up and I didn't get to back to someone who wanted me to come do a, a complimentary talk at the business women's breakfast about yoga and self-care and I kind of missed that opportunity. Like what is that? What are the other things in your business that might get missed because you're offline for a week having a free holiday? All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Amy's banged on that topic. Enough. Folks, thanks so much for joining me live today. These 45 minutes just zoom by. Try and do one of these Q&A calls every month. So please know if you're, if you're a podcast, if you're an Apple podcast listener, awesome. Uh, if you would like some complimentary coaching from me, this is how you get it. So try show up live. Uh, if you've got no idea, if you've just found me on, if you've just been noodling around on the podcast 
wherever you get your podcasts and you're like, hey, who's this Australian chick who tries not to swear and tells us too much about her dating life? <laughs> Hello. Uh, if you want to get my newsletter, uh, we send out an email every week so that you can join this thing live. Um, you can get that at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash namaste. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. If you want to sign up to the newsletter, you also get a bunch of free training about how to get more students coming along to your classes, which is pretty cool. Um, folks, I'm just going to quickly remind everybody that this week I've got the best bonus that I'm going to offer um, for the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat. So if you don't know, uh, for the past couple of years, twice a year, I've taken a group of amazing yoga teachers to Thailand to one of my spiritual homes, a retreat center in northern Thailand that you can't get to unless you know someone who knows someone. A very special place. We go for a full week, six nights, seven days of yoga, meditation, incredible hospitality, like incredible hospitality, the food, uh, and business coaching and training, mentoring with me. It's the, at the start of the year, it means that you really do get your business off to a steady and loving start. Um, the retreat that's coming up, the last one that I have planned, actually, so please don't email me about, I'll come to the next one. There is no next one at this point. There may be, but I have no plans to do a next one. just want to make that clear to everybody who's hope addicted to the, coming to the next one. 21 to 27 January. Uh, we've got four places left on that. If you would like to come, uh, you do need to, you know, Take your place quickly. We're going to close registrations at the end of this month. But more importantly, until Sunday night for everybody who registers, you'll also receive a three-hour coaching intensive bonus with me. If you wanted to buy that by itself, it's a 1000 bucks. You get it for free if you sign up by Sunday night. What that means is you will have three hours of one-to-one time with me after retreat to implement course correct, check accountability, uh, restructure, um, you know, really coach with me after post-retreat so that you go away with me for a week, deep dive, new friendships, big ideas, new skills, greater clarity, come home, but rather than just go to getting into the post-retreat funk, you'll have me in your corner helping you with implementation and growth. That bonus goes away Sunday night. So if you have any questions about it, email me at amy at amymcdonald.com.au. You want to go check out the retreat and see what it's all about. Uh, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats. All the information is there. A truck ton of testimonials from people who have come in the past. Um, folks who have already said that they are interested, if you've emailed me recently, uh, um, Candida, Heidi, Adrienne, uh, and a couple of other people who have said, yes, I'm coming. You're only coming once you've registered, ladies. Like, I love you. I want you to be there. I am not holding your place. You need to book yourself in. That is how you, that is how you hold your place. So if you've emailed me recently to tell me, yes, I'm coming. Uh, great. Uh, if we run out of spots, no, you're not coming. That's it. amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats. Check it out. Jenny says, I totally agree about the yoga holiday pay. Um, and I wanted to up my game with them, but they employ 70 teachers who are happy to do these trips. I tell you folks, I really think that I'm so delighted that you're all a part of my community. And I know that I'm not everybody's cup of chai, like the man who sent me the message this morning, namaste, saying F off you see. That's not what he said. I'm just filtering it so we don't have to put on the adult content button when we post this to Apple Podcasts. You can fill in the gaps. It wasn't um, forward fold you, you chaturanga dandasana. Let's just put it like that. Uh, <clears throat> it was something else. Sure, the words. No Sanskrit. Um, well, here's the thing. Like, unfortunately, there are too many people in yoga land who, I'm going to just be brutal because I'm over time and this is like the, this probably should be the gag reel. There are too many people in the yoga industry who, because of confusion about spirituality and wealth and because of low self-worth, and I'm saying this because that was me. Like, that was crazy me. I could, I won't, but I've got so many stories about me, what, six years ago, still living that passionately, vehemently living those truths. Fucked up attitude about being broke made me more spiritual and didn't think that I was worth much and so charged accordingly, essentially. And 
that Amy, there are still bunches of us, that Amy, out there in yoga land. And because of that, it brings everybody down. And I don't care, um, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to disrespect any other profession, but I know that I have healed my body, that I could, that, like, for example, a knee injury that was injurious, painful for years, I could go to a physio, I could go to a chiro, I could go to an osteopath, and I went to my yoga teacher and he gave me one assist that took him two minutes in the middle of a public class, and that knee pain was gone forever. So why on earth would we undercharge when we have, when we're trained and skillful appropriately, the capacity to heal and transform people? Not that it's our job and an expectation, and I don't want to get into the what is yoga therapy versus what is yoga classes and any of that stuff. What I'm saying is yoga is a profound technology, and it has the capacity to heal and transform people. And when when people in our industry undercharge for it because they've still got their own grunties on wealth and self-worth, it brings us all down. It is time to raise it up, folks. When you charge appropriately, when you, like Nicole said to me, when she charges her worth in Townsville, it helps everybody else, everybody else. When Greg ups his prices in Toowoomba, it helps not everybody in Toowoomba, but everybody else that checks out what's going on over there. When Jenny puts up her prices from eight quid to ten, like that helps everyone else who's trying to freelance it in London actually make a living wage. So know that it can feel scary and daunting to charge your worth. It may make you come up to come up close and personal with, you know, churn up your own milky ocean and some stuff, you know, the color, color might come out, but you get to process that. This gets to be your personal development journey as well as your business. And when you do that work, it benefits you and it benefits our industry. And that's a very, very great and important gift. There was a soapbox we didn't think Amy was going to get up on. But you did. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for being with me here this week. I'll see you all again next week. Don't forget, Thursday days is DM Amy on Instagram. Get yourself free coaching. I love getting some Instagram messages. Amy Yoga Biz Coach is me on Insta. Until next time, everybody, take care. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>